What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. Uh, and I'm here in the early hours of the morning to bring you a recap of the one championship card over in Singapore. It's the second uh, one championship card on Amazon. And you know what? What a card, especially the main card. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really good main event and a good couple of fights to go through. And I'm going to recap those fights. You know, maybe a lot of people didn't catch it, or if you're here in my part of the world, maybe it was on late and uh, and you didn't stay up for it. But it was, mm, it's one to go back and watch if you didn't see it. I know it's on obviously on Amazon in um, uh, in the states and in Canada, or if you're in the UK, it's on YouTube uh, and it's on pay per view other uh, parts of the world as well. But definitely, this main card is absolutely fantastic in the main event. I know a lot of people were watching, a lot of people are tweeting about it, and it was I think it was one of those fights as well. You know, like the the old uh, the old Stephen Bonner Forrest Griffin. People were tweeting about it as it went, and people were kind of drawn in and watching it. So um, I usually like to go from the bottom to the top when I'm recapping these cards, but I, I think I'll have to start at the top just because it was such a good fight. But before maybe I do that, I, I spoke the last day about the card. And that was like a kickboxing card with a couple of MMA fights and a couple of submission grappling fights thrown in. This was really an MMA card with a couple of the rest of them thrown in, which for me, obviously, would be my preference. And I really, really liked it. The the early kickboxing uh, Muay Thai matches were pretty good. There was only one non-MMA matchup on the main card, and that was the uh, the submission grappling, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, And I really liked that. You know, it's a little bit different but you have most of what you want. And I think that's the key for one championship. You know, uh, I think they do that with the kickboxing, do that with the MMA. I think that's definitely the way to go. I think one recent card was maybe too much kickboxing on a big MMA card. And I think, I think you know, a bit of it's fine, but not not too much. I think that's the way they, they need to go from now on. And the last two cards, they've definitely hit uh, the, uh, I think, the right wavelength with that. So fair play to them on that. Um, but as I say, a, a, cl- a classic a classic card here, I would say, but a classic main event between Angela uh, Angela Lee and Zhang uh, Jingnan. Um, I, I, if anyone watched the preview show I did, uh, I kind of <laughs> I told you what was going what happened what was going to happen by looking at what happened in the last fights because it was a very it was a better fight than those two, I would say, but a very similar as well uh, in many ways. Quinn. Um, Xingnan can land her shots She dominates Angela Lee When she doesn't throw her shots She gives Lee the opportunity to get into the fight And Lee inevitably takes that opportunity Like the, Lee is such a dog on her She really really has She's like She's like the poster girl for one championship But she's like the opposite Of how a poster girl should fight You know She fights like Darren Elkins or something Which and that, you know, maybe people are thinking, oh, you're, you know, you're slagging off or whatever. I'm the world's biggest Darren Elkins fan, so that's in no way a derogatory thing to say. And I love her style. I think loads of people love her style. It's absolutely brilliant. But Ching Nang's style as well is absolutely, is absolutely fantastic. And uh, it turned into a fantastic fight because of that. Now, as I said, looking back at the, the other fights, when Ching Nang let her hands go, she was able to land only at will. In the fir- uh, first round of the second fight, in the fifth round of the first fight, it was it was really all all hers in that. Now in this one, it, it was the first round again, 
and it was all her but well it, it was all her landing the shots but god almighty angela lee made it made it easier for her for her to land those shots she was absolutely walking in chin up looking for big shots just kind of you know um not marriage simpson what's it? lisa simpson you know windmilling it coming in and getting absolutely caught every time she was throwing those lovely um Hook to the body, hook to the body, hook to the head. Every time it was landing, that that left hook, I was just waiting for Angela Lee to be prone on the floor with one of those left hooks that just kept landing over and over and over. And that was the key for Xingang to land those shots over and throw those shots over and over and over. And she did it in that first round and a bit in the second round. And Angela Lee survived. Angela Lee survived. That's how tough and good Angela Lee is. And I tell you, <laughs> there was at times in those first two rounds, the first round anyway, where she made it a little bit tough. But the vast majority of it, she was literally walking chin up in the air. Not necessarily hands down, but hands not in the place to protect yourself. Just whiffing shots and getting absolutely ate up all the time like what Angela Lee is great at in a fight like this and what she had success with um in the uh, uh in the first fight in the first two fights was her ability to land those uh shots inside get inside get the fight to the uh to the canvas or get the fight to the the cage uh while not you know getting into a pocket striking match with Jing Nang. Now, she didn't get into a pocket striking match with her, but she tried striking from the pocket with her and got absolutely ate up doing it. Um, so, <laughs> I don't want to stay in this first round forever, but let me walk you quickly through it. As I said, chin up in the air. She was eating left hooks for supper, hurt badly. Jing uh, Nang knocked her down with a one as she was going forward. Lee survived. You know, Herb Dean nearly stopped it. Herb Dean nearly stopped. He was, you know, he was doing his usual Herb Dean falling over the action sort of thing. He was, or, um, uh, Lee was very lucky he didn't stop it. Very, very lucky. Um, <laughs> after that, she got back up in the first round, walked forward again, got caught again. Didn't matter. But luckily, towards the end, she got the clinch. And I think. Even though anyone who, you know, anyone in their sane mind who's watched the first two fights would tell you exactly what Angela Lee needs to do and getting a clinch is a big part of that. Uh, but I think it kind of seemed to remind her maybe at the end of that. And uh, from from then on, she did get better. But um, she was taking a few to get into the clinch then in the second. She got a takedown and got right back up. Um there was a few knees to the head inside as uh, as they were holding on inside. Uh, Angela got her in like a, a modified guillotine kind of standing. Those were where the uh, where the knees were landed. Then she almost uh, she pulled the kind of guillotine, tried to get it, um, and didn't. But what Angela did in the second round that she didn't do in the first round was she kept it close. And when I mean kept it close, I mean like physically close. Space was the killer for Angela Lee in this fight. Now. Did she win the, the second round? Uh, it, it scored the fight as a whole, so that doesn't really matter. But if you're looking at it in the way uh, it's normally scored in MMA, I, I would say probably not, maybe, because she was still uh, eating a few shots and, and taking shots, as I said, to get inside. Now, those knees and the guillotine attempt was good, so maybe it was close enough. But uh, it was definitely a comeback round for Angela Lee. Um, in the third, Angela was trying to barrel in. 
and she was doing a better job of it this time. You know, she really, really was doing a better job. Uh, um, Xingyang was still landing a few shots. Not as hard, I would say. Now, another bit of analysis I had coming into this fight was, I think the problem with Xingyang and why she doesn't throw her shots all the time like she did in round one here is, okay, uh, Angela didn't make it as easy in her, granted, one. But I think she has... I, I don't think she necessarily has cardio problems. I think she has, like, mental problems with her cardio. I don't think she believes in her cardio. But And now, as I said in the previous one, I haven't seen all of her fights. I haven't gone back and watched all of her fights. But from the, you know, the four or five fights I've watched, I haven't seen any of that. But what I have seen is her, like, kind of holding back to protect that car- now maybe it's not to protect that cardio maybe I'm wrong maybe she just kind of gets drawn into the fight but what it looks like to me is it looks like she's trying to protect the cardio uh, and if she hadn't done it in this fight I think she probably would have got the finish because if this was a three round fight I think she would have gone on and on and on and landed more shots and probably ended up getting the finish but she didn't so in that third as I said Angela barreling in landing a few uh, she, she can just stop throwing again so Angela was kind of winning by default uh, uh, you know, in the mid part of that round, but not winning by too much. Landed a lovely head kick late, which was probably her best shot of uh, of that round, if not the fight in general. In the fourth in, Angela was kind of picking her off in the fourth. Um, they kind of they, they said it that the pace had slowed and that. I was like, the pace, this pace has slowed long before the fourth round. I was kind of saying to myself, she was landing a few more, but not too much. The problem here for Angela Lee is, she got a takedown, but it went right back up. She got a good combination, but it kind of went to the fence. Nothing happened from it. She landed some lovely knees to the body, but there wasn't anything big. There wasn't anything massive. There wasn't anything hurtful, even though she you know, arguably won three, maybe four rounds in a row. There wasn't anything massive in the fifth round in. Angela got a takedown, but it got up again. So there was no like big long portions of top control with shots or anything. Uh, Angela was winning because Zhang wasn't doing much until maybe the last minute or two and I, I was thinking to myself going into the fifth round apologies again for my voice I'm in the middle of the run here but I, I, I'll barrel through as Angela leaded I was thinking to myself before that fifth round I was like Angela maybe she needs a finish here but if she I honestly think if she had a big fifth round she would have won the fight now she ended up losing um uh, Zhang Jingyang won the fight by the unanimous decision, I believe they, they said it. Scored as a whole, so as we know, you know, we, we don't have the 50-45 or anything like that. So, um, it was, it was a very close fight. It was, she basically won it based on what happened in the first round, knocked Lee down hard, almost finished her a few times, and the rest of the fight was Lee winning a close fight. So, you know, this, if this happened in America, this happened in the UFC, this happened in Bellator, I think this would have been and Angela Lee fight all day, to be honest. She either would have won... Um, the problem, it could, no, it could have been a 10-8 there, uh, in there, so maybe maybe not. But uh, I think she probably... It could have been a draw. So uh, it was either going to be four rounds to one, three rounds to two, and if it was 3-2, it could have been a draw because that would have been a 10-8 maybe in the first round. So uh, all in all, the way they score fights in one championship, they score fights in one championship like we score rounds in this part of the world with damage meaning the most... They gave the decision to the person who did the most damage, so I can't complain. I think it's a, it's a right decision for um, for Xing Nang to win it, and uh, commiserations to Angela Lee. You know, to be fair as well, people are um, you know whenever uh, fights like this, I'm all to give it to the golden girl or whatever. They didn't, you know, the Angela Lee, the golden girl. They didn't give it to her. They're on about having to fight again now. Um, 
I'd watch it again. I'd watch it again. I think it was a great fight, a third one. Uh, Lee still has her belt to weight down. Jingnan could go down and get that belt. So I, I definitely could see that happening. Let's uh, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, all right, we move on to the rest of the card. Um, the submission grappling match was then after that. The next match, Mikey uh, Musumeki versus Kleber Souza went to decision. Mikey won. Um... I'm not going to be able to give you a breakdown of this because honestly, I have no idea what happened. Mikey looked like a puddle going around the best. He basically put his back. He's a small little tiny lad. So is the other lad, obviously. But like, I've never, he's like, he's, uh, you only see a baby with their legs the way he has it. Like his legs were just like back. It was like an upside down crab or something. Crazy stuff altogether. It was fun. It was fun. I liked it. I liked watching it. I, I used to watch a lot of Jiu-Jitsu back in the day when I started watching MMA first. And uh, I haven't been watching loads of it recently, I'll be honest. Uh, and this was very different Jiu-Jitsu to the Jiu-Jitsu I used to watch back in the day. It was very funky sort of Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, a lot of action and all, though. And, you know, he was clearly the one kind of doing the more was Mikey. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it was 10 minutes, went quick. No breaks, no messing in and out. And he won a big belt. So fair play to Mikey. Absolutely great stuff there. Right, uh, a former opponent of Angela Lee then uh, fought in the next fight, uh, Stam Fertex against Jinin uh, Oranzoan. Um, it was a tough fight for Stam here, you know. I, I heard Rich, Rich Franklin talking about it. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was earlier in the card or in, in the last card, the last and he was saying, oh, this is uh, seen as an easy fight for Stamp, but I don't think it will be, and he was dead on. Um, some very nice shots from Stamp early, but uh, Jin Hin got a very fast takedown attempt into the clinch. Uh, Stamp just was not able to escape. She was eventually taken down. There wasn't much landed. Stamp landed a few McGregor elbows, but in a fight she was supposed to dominate, you know, she didn't clearly win round one. Um, St- Stamp looked as well like she wasn't taking it seriously. Her corner came in, carried her to the corner. Just even the walking, I know she does the dancing thing, but she didn't look like she was taking it seriously. To start the second, they traded leg kicks. Um, uh, Jihin landed, but Stamp was landing much harder. Lovely right hands from Stamp. Um, she stopped the takedown then. Um, and she stopped the second one, and then she took the back in a beautiful way. She was under the neck, but couldn't get the grip. Very good, very good defensive work by Jin Hin, but Stamp was dominant, and then at that point, got the body triangle. Wasn't over the ankle, it was kind of on her foot. as Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin, do you know what? Rich Franklin's a very good commentator, to be fair, and so is Mitch Chilson. Um, I think it's always a bit weird when they call him Dragon, but Chiavello wasn't there tonight, so we didn't have much of that. But he's pretty good as well, to be honest. I like their team. Um, there's a few shots landed with the back taken. Jihin turned and got on, almost got on top and then did get on top, but only with a few seconds left. So there wasn't enough there. Massive knockdown for Stamp with the left elbow in. Just an absolute ping of an elbow. Uh, Kaposa has the video up. Really good elbow. Um, she landed on top, secured some ground and pound. A lead armbar attempt to look down uh, from Jihin. Stamp got out though uh, and almost got a knee bar for on the fight in the din. You know, Stamp was a winner, a fair winner, but close fight and a very, very good fight. Uh, I'd love to see Jin Hin again. I think Stamp and Angela Lee is a fight that's probably bound to happen down the road again. Um, and maybe even Stamp uh, against Jean-Anne. Uh I could see that happening as well. So very, very good performance there uh, from, uh, you know, 
a good win for Samp. I wouldn't say a massive performance from Samp, but better performance I would say from Jin Hin. But uh, good stuff anyway there. Uh, Dimitri Freemanov versus Martin Wynn. Uh, a very, very good performance from Freemanov. This guy is an absolute beast. Uh, the body kicks early. I think I, I think I mentioned him on the uh, on the preview show as well. Martin tried to take him down, just couldn't. Um, then, then came the finish. Huge knee, right hand knockdown, ground knees, many, many ground knees, uh, and then cost uh, cost stopped it. Really, really good win there for uh, for Freemanov, and he looks like another guy. Uh, you know, maybe Zaldich down the line or something like that as well. I know he's one fifty five now, and Zaldich is up uh, maybe a little bit higher. But um, you know, the weight classes in the one championship are a bit. You know, people go up and down, so I think that's possible. Uh, Halil Amir then, and Timothy Natsyukin. Uh, Timothy went for the takedown early, but didn't get it. Uh, big knees to the body from um, Amir. Um, and Natsyukin came into it a little bit, landed a few overhands, and then got a takedown. The right hand from Amir, though, absolutely rocked Timothy. Those big grounded knees got up. But then he landed about 50 strikes. And Herb Dean here, he was on the complete wrong side at the the kind of the latter, um, uh, what would you say, quarter of this finish. And he just completely missed, I'd say about 15 to 20 strikes where it probably should have been stopped because there was a, a natural stage to stop it. He missed that. And he missed a few more shots. And then he got into position to see, like, the 10 shots for the natural stoppage. So I'm like, that was just way too much there. If you look at just the stoppage by itself, it probably looks grand. But you're kind of missing a stoppage and a half before that, if you get me. So, um, yeah, not great here, I would say, from her, to be honest. But a great win from uh, from Halil Amir. And what a main card that was. You know, a really, really good main card. Um, Amir got the second round KO. Freeman of the first round uh, finish. Stamp and uh, Jing Hin put on a classic fight, and then Jing Yang Zhang and Angela Lee, another classic fight as well, there uh, in the main event. Uh, so that was really, really good. Uh, and the preliminary card, then we'll run through that pretty quickly here. Um, Marek Gregorian was fighting Ozkan uh, in a uh, Federer kickboxing bout, lots of leg kicks early. Marat was landing the better punches in round one. Uh, more kicks from Marat, I would say, but Oscar, I thought, was landing uh, the harder kicks. So, very, very close there, I would say. Uh, the uppercut stuff from Oscar in the first and second round was really, really good. Just ferocious uppercuts. Um, insane amount of strikes landed in the second. God almighty. Insane. The third, they just absolutely battered each other. You know, as kind of a, a layman, I suppose, on, on kickboxing and Muay Thai and all of this. I was just kind of sitting back enjoying it. This was a really, really good one. Um, um, Gregorian's leg was absolutely reddened. And they said, oh, it's reddened because uh, Oskan's leg was bleeding. And I was like, it was, but it was also reddened. It wasn't just the blood. It was, uh, yeah, they were both absolutely ate up. And if you look at it and you think like, uh, Oskan's kicks were harder and they definitely were. The effect that they were having was was ridiculous altogether. So, um, yeah, that was... Um, a very, very good kickboxing match there, if you like that sort of thing. Very, very good altogether. Um, we had a mixed martial arts bout then. Uh, Oho Tech against Ryogo Takahashi. Takahashi controlling the cage early, uh, but didn't land much. Um, 
always unsuccessful with takedown, got a bit of, of, of ground, but gave, gave it up again. Ta- um, so the story in this fight was Takahashi was pushing the pace. Uh, he was pushing the pace, pushing the pace, pushing the pace. Not much was being landed. Then he uh, kind of gave that up for a minute, but then got it back, was pushing the pace again, landing some low kicks, and they were the most significant strikes, I would say, around one. So... All the most significant strikes were landed when Takahashi was kind of going forward, but there wasn't much in, in either of it. Uh, but the second round started and all started leading, right? So when Takahashi was leading, there were strikes being landed. All started leading in the second. Uh, Takahashi landed a few kicks and all that. Um, he got uh, all got knocked down with a leg kick. And then Takahashi got a yellow card. So the guy who was leading the dance in the first and there was loads of action got pushed back in the second and your man who was pushing him back didn't have loads of action and Takahashi got the yellow card that to me made no sense okay he was fighting off the back foot or whatever he's getting pushed back and the guy pushing him back wasn't throwing any shots so I don't know I, I look I don't think I, I don't believe in yellow cards for this sort of thing anyway uh and then he got a second yellow card, even though he went for a takedown, landed a nice short left hook inside, another leg kick, uh, knockdown, and then there was another yellow card. It was just bizarre stuff altogether. Um, he got a takedown, or uh, O got a takedown then. There was a knee from Takahashi. O took the back, got back to the feet, closer toward, but uh, I thought Takahashi won the whole fight. I thought he won all three rounds. I, there, was, there wasn't much of the fight I, I I was talking to the lads over in over in Sherdog in the chat, and I think there was a ninety second where all um, there was a ninety second window. I think where all was winning the fight, and he lost. Um, and uh, sorry, Takahashi lost. So Takahashi was winning the fight for almost all of it, and ended up losing. I, I think this is a bad decision. <laughs> I I you know it scored on the most effective striking and grappling. There's no doubt about it that Takahashi had the most effective striking grappling. I know he got yellow cards, but I don't think the yellow cards were right. It was weird. It was a weird, weird, weird one. Um, didn't like this decision at all. So there you go. Um, then we had an Adam Wait my type out. I was so impressed uh, with Anissa Mixon. And she's actually going to be fighting Stamp Fairtex. Uh, is it January? I think it is. Two rounds Muay Thai, two rounds kickboxing. Or sorry, two rounds Muay Thai, two rounds MMA. That's going to be absolutely immense. She was fighting uh, Dan Kong Fa. Um, and then Issa was just bigger, landed way more shots in the first. Uh, Dang's head was just in the air. She was landing lovely jabs, lovely counters, lovely left hook. She had the power and she ended up winning the decision. Uh, very, very impressive. Someone that like, you look at and go, oh, I want to watch her fight again. You know, it was one of those sort of... Uh, uh, performances so very very good altogether I was very impressed um, and the opening fight in on the card was a heavyweight kickboxing Grand Prix alternate bout I believe um, it was Raid Opayak against uh, Giannis Stoforidis uh, Raid uh, just way taller uh, landed loads of knees to the head inside from the clinch Giannis not landing much uh, body punch in round two hurt him uh, put him going backwards uh, a knee in inside and then a kick to the body attacked with his hands knocked down and it was all over but it was really that body punch that started it all off the few shots to the body that came after it were nasty as well but I love the way he kind of opened up the body with those shots and then the head opened up so 
everything after the body punch was very very slick stuff from uh, from raid and he was able to uh he was able to get the finish because of that body shot but it was the hands you know if you look at just the finish you probably say oh, it was like a four or five punch uh tko or whatever it might be but it, it was the uh, the body shot before that that uh, that did him so um yeah all in all really good card especially that main card especially the main event very very impressed with uh both lee and jing nang very impressed with Stan again but Jing uh, Yang Ji uh, uh, Hin sorry uh, Red Zwan was, was good as well Freemanov and Amir definitely two lads to watch out uh, going forward I know Gregorian if people are a big fan of him already but uh, that Mexican fight against Stam uh, against Sam Fairdex is going to be really really good in, uh, in the new year so looking forward to all of that and a very very good card indeed right I'll leave it there my name's Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com and I'll see you all next time